Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich, a platform where we challenge your current beliefs and we go expand that motherfucking consciousness. As always, reality is reflection of you, so monitor yourself. Oh, on this episode, we are got a little mega house, a little, a little reunion slash bro slash fucking interesting topic. I'm going to introduce you, boys. Uh, Devante, hello, welcome to the show. What's up, bro? Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, it's Devante. I'm a 27 year old law student. I model. Um, I work out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Frozen. That's Mr. Underscore Frozen, and on Instagram at Devante D Johnson. Check out my work. All right, that, that works, man. Welcome to the show, brother. What's up, bro? Davrin, introduce yourself. <clears throat> Hey everybody, what's going on? Uh Davin Boyd, go by Dav, uh poet, author, marketer, Mr. Get It Done. Um yeah, that's about me. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, D A V underscore seven seven three. Happy to be here. Hey, gratitude for you being on um, boss. Travis. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Uh, Travis here, 20, how old am I? 23? I think I'm 23. 23. You know, I'm, a, I'm an art student <laughs> just out here trying to get it. It's not too much to me. I work out too, you know. <laughs> I can't stand y'all lads. On, on today's episode, everybody, we'll be talking about relationships. We got a bunch of different topics about it. And I just really want to bring the bros on just to get different perspectives because we all view it differently. We all experiencing our own different shit. So I guess just to start off with the first question, guys, is uh, do you believe in soulmates? Anybody can start that question off. Uh, I'll chime in. I'll chime in. I definitely believe in soulmates. Uh, I believe um, there's somebody for everybody, however that may look. You may find them, you know, very early in life, or you may find them very late in life. Um, Crazy thing is, I also believe that there's a potential for someone to have more than one soulmate. And I say that yep. I say that with the, the thought that, you know, it's 7 billion people on Earth and, you know, somewhere, somewhere, you know, somebody will relate to you, you know. So I feel like it's possible to have, have more than one, too, whether that's two or whether that's ten. You know, I feel like it's very possible to have more than one, though. But yes, short answer, I do believe that we all have soulmates. 100%. Hey. Dab, Travis, you want to stick up? 
That was that's crazy because I was literally gonna ask y'all do y'all believe that you can have multiple mm-hmm. soulmates. But yeah. um yeah, man, I definitely believe that um you do have soulmates out there. Um I just like I feel like you can also miss out on meeting your soulmate and you might not meet all of your soulmates in your life too, but I definitely believe that there's someone out there specifically made just for each person or yeah. multiple people. That's why I I had a go ahead chat. I remember to touch upon that. Hmm. All right. Um, my my answer to that is I believe that the whole idea of a soulmate is just it's in your head. It's a mindset, and it changes every time you change. You wake up tomorrow, mm. that soulmate that you thought you loved, that ain't the person you want no more. Now you're looking for somebody else. Uh, that just that's that that kind of that's how I've been dealing with it. Like you know, you think you found somebody, you think somebody's great, and then you change, you evolve in a year yeah. or so, and then you come back to that person. Now that person ain't shit. That person was great for you a year ago, and now the current you, you need a whole new soulmate, or your idea of a soulmate has changed. So yeah, I guess the answer is I yes, agree. there is a soulmate I for agree. you, but that image <clears throat> is constantly changing. Touche. Because it's, all, it's, it's, it's not always an actual like, it's physical like person, that, it's just an like, idea of a person. Familiar feeling with this random ass person you feel like you've known them before. That's because your soul, like it's just that soul connection that's being pulled together again, kind of shit. Like you feel familiar to me. And I, I was having a conversation with uh, Chelsea. I think the other night we were just like smoking and chilling and shit. And she made this interesting ass point. And it's like, like Travis, like you said, touch upon what you said. The person you was dating, you look back at that person, you ain't got the same feelings for them no more. Right. right. So that that soul connection that you felt with that person is no longer. Now they are just that physical body. So now that soul connection that was in that person you dated is now with another individual. And it's like you just keep you keep going. So you and like to touch upon what you said too, Vontae, you can have multiple soulmates. You've had, you know, that type of feeling before, but now it's just like in a different person kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Of course they did. Mm, that leads me to a question of um, how when you describe having that feeling for someone and it dissipates, but now it's just that physical body and you still have that, that love is still there, but now you give it to somebody that you know ain't the one for you. That's where yeah, we come yeah. to the conclusion of a toxic yeah. relationship. That's where I think that's where that starts. Hey, I'm glad you said You're unable that to so let that shit go. What makes a relationship toxic versus what makes it beneficial? It's so uh, many things. So many things. It's, it's <laughs> so many things that makes it beneficial, and so many things that makes it toxic. It just depends on who you're speaking to. Honestly, you feel me? And I say that with the thought process that you know everybody you know views love differently. So my idea of beneficial may not be the same as as yours, Rich, or yours, Dab, or even yours, Trav. But all of us may view toxic the same way, but our idea of beneficial is different, or vice versa. You know, toxic to to us may be you know, something that's normal to someone else. So it really just depends on who you're speaking to, who you're dating, the kind of man or woman you are. But I think that when it's beneficial, you're growing from it. You know, you're learning from it. You're you're experiencing love daily. You're feeling like you're wanted. You're, you're feeling connected to the person and y'all feeling like y'all are a team, you know, base level. And if it gets toxic, I feel like it's more, it's more like take than give. And it's it's like a constant draining on your body or draining on your spirit, your your stress. Like toxic can look like so many different things. It it really doesn't even make any sense. Like 
that's an interesting breakdown. You can break down toxic to like like very small portions. Like it's so easy to break that down. But you know, that's just my that's spiel fair. to get it get it rolling, you know. It's true. Man. Who's up? Uh yeah, dog, like a toxic relationship is basically when y'all are taken away from each other and not putting anything back into y'all or it's like poisonous, like you dying from it on the inside. It's it's not healthy. Y'all always arguing, like y'all always purposely hurting each other. It comes in so many forms. Like it it could be emotional, physical, uh financially. Yes. Yes. Like yeah. all of that shit, man. Like you could be financially taking care of a motherfucker and they not like I had a homie who would just basically just take all his girl money and she let that nigga to death and would like just ruin her life. Like that shit is toxic. Like very uh emo- physically, I mean of course like domestically, like, you know, putting your hands on like y'all fighting each other physically, like that shit's toxic too. Like that shit ain't healthy, that ain't good for you. Um and beneficial beneficially, like Y'all are literally putting everything, y'all are feeding off of each other in the most positive way. Like, y'all literally are breathing life into each other. Y'all helping each other out on a daily basis. It's just y'all understand each other. Y'all fight, but y'all figure out why y'all fought and become better from it. Like, it's just, it's just, it adds to your life opposed to taking away from it. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yes, sir. I think another. About that's a, yeah, I think someone someone once told me that. Um, I think that's what it all boils you, down to. You you just think differently and you just feel differently when you're being loved yeah. properly. You feel me? Like right. love in itself is so complex, but it it can do so much for a person. Like someone who's loved properly. Let me, let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Being loved properly, not just love being loved properly, loving that man or woman the way that they need to be loved can be so beneficial to that person's life. Like, if you're loved properly, like, you literally can, your health, things like your health, your mental, your spiritual, your emotional, even your financial, all that stuff goes green, you know? Like, all that stuff mm-hmm. is more positive. Just just from being loved properly. Like, when you're when someone loves you, it makes you want to be great for that person, you yeah. feel me? Like, yeah. motherfucker doing you right, you're gonna be like, man, let me be perfect in, in my eyes for this person, you feel me? Like, you never really wanna like falter with a person that's, you know, loving you right. You wanna just be spectacular across the board. So, making you a better person. Definitely. And like, Philly, okay. Travis, you wanna, you wanna touch upon? Damn. No, I'm just hearing him talk about it. That makes me think <laughs> back to my he, life, and I'm just and like, damn, I think that's nobody the, loves that's me properly the, because I can't stand the place where things get really convoluted it. with love. I, like people think that loving a motherfucker is just loving them how you think they need to be loved. Like for example, love languages. Everybody views love differently. Like you may have a have a girl who you know values quality time. That's number one for her. Or you may have a, a woman who values acts of services. That's number one. You have to love that woman or that man and their languages that speaks to them. Like all of them fall somewhere on, on that five rank category, but the ones that are one, two, and three maybe are the ones you need to really focus on, I feel like. Like 
for me, like gifts and acts of service are at, at the very bottom. You feel me? Um, I'm physical touch, quality time, and those are my top two. You right. feel me? Those are the ones that speak to me the most. Words of affirmation is is up there too. It just depends on the days. But those are the three that I need most often. You feel me? Like gifts are cool, acts of service are cool, but I'm straight on my own, you know, doing things for myself. But a motherfucker touch me properly and love me properly, I'm straight. You feel me? Like it just depends on that. So basically in that aspect, Trav, tell a woman how you want to be loved. Like when she asks you what's your love mm-hmm. language, you tell her as whatever, which one, whichever one speaks to you first. Like that's the ground. And then you build up from there. Big facts. Big facts. Hey, it's a still a page from Richard's book. Uh, it's still a page from your still a page from your book, bro. The <laughs> media really glorifies like toxic relationships, bro. Yes, bro. They yes. market this shit. Yes, they do. <laughs> and the, and yeah. I channeled my inner rich when I said that, but yeah, they definitely. This is all you see, man. Like that shit. They glorify just as much as they glorify relationship goals, they glorify all this toxic shit. And I mean, that's why it's hard to escape that shit sometimes. Like, it's programming. It's you think about some bad, it's all marriage, uh, like love and hip hop, all this reality shit. It's programming, bro. Yeah. yeah. And damn near, you can find one out of every five, three, five females you know watch love and hip hop. Man. Come on, huh? So, so, so here's a question. Here's a question. I, I, I think for y'all, why do y'all mm-hmm. think that women? Because, like, let's be honest. I, I personally feel like this is my own personal opinion. And I could be wrong, but I personally feel okay. like women glorify um, celebrity relationships more than men. Now, men, we make mm-hmm. comment and make jokes and all that, but I, I think that women really glorify celebrity relationships and they and they use that as a staple for love in their own daily lives. And nine out of 10, you'll find a woman saying goals to a celebrity relationship before they say it to a normal relationship like like mom and dad or auntie and uncle, you feel me? So why do y'all think that women glorify celebrity relationships so much? I think, I think it's cause it's what they're being like projected like if they seeing certain shit, that's gonna be you know that image of their happy ever after kind of shit. Like it's already programmed you, uh, fucking go to school, get a white picket fence, get married, have kids, and so you add that lavish lifestyle on that shit, and you finna say that's goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just looking at the the lavishness of of it for the mm-hmm. most part because if, if, you, if you look in the media. You see so many relationships where, like, let's just be honest, like, men do a lot of dumbass shit, right? And and in the media, you see men doing the stupid shit, like, you know, C-Murder and Tory Lanez and and Moneybag Yo and Gervonta. And we all doing all this dumbass shit to women, right? Mm -hmm. But these are the same people that are glorified, like, Let's figure out why the fuck men do a lot of dumb shit and why women are led to believe that this shit is okay because the person has money. I think money really is is really where all of it roots from. Women accept dumb shit from men because it's like, okay, he got a million dollars. 
I can tolerate being beat on because he got a million dollars. I can tolerate him cheating because he worth $800 million. Like Dr. Dre, he's a serial cheater, but he worth 800 mil. So I think his wife, you know, she kind of like, she sat into like the, the lifestyle a little bit, but why? You know, like, like why, why is that okay? You feel me? Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a piggyback on that because you said you you made a point about the, them being toxic. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a real ass question for y'all. Have y'all ever been the toxic one? I know why I have. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. It's definitely. Is it's one of those things like you know, but you got to be real with yourself and just call yourself out on your bullshit because you know when you're doing some fucked up shit. Very you much know so. You're doing but shit. I, I think, but, I think, I think that toxic part of us, well, everybody, I think everybody has a, a spiel when they're the toxic one. Like I said, like I said recently, like on Twitter, I said that you, meaning the person that rate the, twer- the tweet, you're the villain mm-hmm. in somebody's story. You feel me? And that's okay. Like, everybody's a villain to somebody's story. You feel me? And that's just part of life. Like, whether that was either just being toxic or just being a terrible person to that person at, at all. You're somebody's villain in their story. You feel me? Yeah. And that can come in the forms of toxicity. And I think that we, we've all been there. I think that's, I, th- I think it's part of, like, healthy human development. Is it okay? No. But I think that it's necessary for you to grow as a human and to function in the real world, I think at some point you have to be toxic. At some point, like I think it's just I think it's just normal. Like it's it's, it's kind of like the whole phase. It's just like it has to happen in order for you to be functional in life. You know, right? Hey, Dev, Trav, I know I ain't gonna I ain't gonna ask if y'all had a whole phase, but I know have see, y'all been that's toxic? Interesting way to look at it. Yep, of course, man. Um, you go ahead, Trav. Hell yeah. I'm not even I don't even know what I'm I don't know how to yeah the answer is yeah man I, I, I catch myself every day being toxic but the thing is even though you're aware of it and you know that you hurt that person why can't you just stop doing what you're doing it's one of those questions it makes you think is something yeah. really like wired wrong or do you just yeah, not give a fuck different. how these people feel yeah. a lot I, mean, I don't I don't have an answer to that like, question toxic is it's like it feels good sometimes, and I think like like you might be doing some toxic shit on accident, don't even know it, but yeah. it just feels good sometimes. Like I don't know, like you know, you're not supposed to be being a hoe, but like it feels good to be a hoe sometimes. Like, well, like, like, why is that though? Like, why do you? I'm, for me, for me personally, like I've never had a a real um, and I hate to like play this card, but I've never had a real model of like this is what a man should do, perfect relationship wise. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and I hate to say that, but like, man, yeah, my dad been a player, always been a player my whole life. That's the only thing I've seen. Deep down inside, I know that shit is wrong. But, like, when I try to change it, sometimes I revert to that because that's all I've ever seen. Like, it's all I've seen is my dad being a hoe. Is that he was married for a little bit, but it ended quickly. And then he went right back to that. And then find out a bunch of stories later on that, like, it wasn't even like that. Like, it wasn't even as 
peachy as he was making that shit seem. So a lot of us don't have that role model. And I feel like for women, sometimes they don't have that model either. And when they see shit on the internet, that's why they glorify it so much is because they never had that shit in the house. Like, niggas, we're completely different. But women, they hone on to that that perfect, like, perfect love type shit. But, like, for us, like, that's why we're toxic. Sometimes we've never had that outstanding couple that's been in our lives that be like, yo, this is what you do right. This is what you do wrong. Like, my dad, like, my dad dated multiple women at once. They used to buy me gifts and everything. So, like, me growing up, for for a moment, I was just like, okay, shit, like, I want my son to have that lifestyle. Like, I want this girl to get him $100 one day. I want this girl to get him a new pair of shoes the next. And as bad as it sounds, that's the way I used to think is, like, growing up because that's all the fuck I saw. Yeah. I think add to that, I think I know like just like you gotta you you have to come to a a decision like and be real with yourself because at a certain point like it got to a point for me that I was starting to really see what I've done. So when you face with that shit, it's like you looking yourself in the mirror. And that shit don't feel good. No, I and then, don't. like, you, you feel the, the feeling from the other person, or like, you feel it how you treated other people mm-hmm. before you. And it's like, damn, I did this shit? And then you, you, you take it further, and you're like, okay, let's say I have a kid, and then my daughter getting treated like that. And that's when shit like, oh, I gotta, that's fucked up. Right. That shit so just come back around one form or another. Hell yeah. But, like, it's crazy because, like, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, most of my dad's advice about women is, like, you know, some real player shit you should do. It ain't ever been, like, on some, this is what you should do for a female. He'd be like, you know, some player shit you should do is you should show up on a date like this. And it's never just been, like, my dad's a great man, but, like, relationship-wise, like, I haven't seen him just be, like, a one with, like, one person. Like, even when he married my stepmom, like, all the other shit was going on. So it's like, that's that's what I was brought up on. Like, I know it's wrong, but like, that's all I damn near knew for the longest. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes you got to rely on TV to look at as a role model sometimes. Like, you got to see it like, damn, like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do and what not, not to do. Like, of course, you're only supposed to feed into that shit for an extent. Like, you ain't supposed to glorify it to the max, but like sometimes you need a, a fictitious or a realist or a, a celebrity uh, relationship to go off on because you didn't know how it was. But some people see that shit and then they think that's all it is. So let me let me let me ask this then: Why why are we as men afraid of commitment? Uh, I chime in on that. I don't think it's I don't think it's about being afraid. I think it's about, see the thing, I think men, we are creatures of habit and we are, we are very direct creatures, right? And by that, I mean this, like you ask a man what he want in a relationship and he can tell you flat out what he want, what he need, what he expect, et cetera, et cetera, right? And I think if, if you ask a woman the same thing, she may be able to be, you know, direct and clear, but it'll still be some type of gray area in there. And I think that men wanting what they want out of a woman and not getting it is, is, is where, the, where the issue comes up. So let's say you tell a woman, 
that you like, I don't know, you like to go on dates often or something. I don't know. Say you like, you tell a woman something that you would like to do very often. And this same woman that you've told these things to aren't adhering to what you want. You feel me? And as a man, you're naturally going to seek what you want, whether it's from her or someone else. So I don't think it's necessarily about being afraid. I think it's more so about fulfilling what you ask for. You feel me? If I ask you for A, I expect A, or I'm going to go get A from somewhere else. Literally. You know? And once you get A, B, C through Z from one person, you're content. And as a man, you'll be like, I, I have all I need in one space. I don't need to necessarily like look for it elsewhere. You feel me? But when when let's say that let's see P is the thing that you that you're looking for at the moment and it goes missing. You're gonna look for P somewhere else, right? P can be anything. It can be something as small as conversations at night or something as big as, you know, the way you the way you interact with my family. You know, it it's, it can be anything for a man. And some things men just don't necessarily sit and settle for it. If, if they're not getting what they need or what they want, they're gonna find it. You know, mm-hmm. I definitely agree. So, I think women they try to they try to put a b a b c through z into a man, and they they're willing to give him a thousand chances to to do it. Whereas men be like, I told you what I wanted once or twice, and you still ain't did it, so I'm gonna find it somewhere else. So you know. The commitment thing is always a, a tricky question for for men because it's nothing necessarily about being scared. It's just not settling, and I, I think I think women settle more because there's less quality men out here than it is quality women. Like the ratio is what? What is it? Seven to one? One to one to four? Which one is it? Not sure, but you're nine times out of ten able to find a dope ass woman with a dope ass job. You know, probably no children, or if she or she do got a kid. You know, she's very a very great mom and she's doing her thing, you find a man and he ain't got shit going for himself. So it's like women, they kind of have to settle for a motherfucker who's lacking and hoping that he can be better. Whereas men yeah. will be like, gee, you ain't shit and you ain't doing what I need you to do. So I'm going to go somewhere <laughs> else. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go find somebody else who quality. You feel me? Because it, it, it's easier for us to find somebody that's quality. So... I have to say you you speak in straight facts and this is something that I'm dealing with right now. Richard, I know you know I have a baby mama <laughs> who has been wanting to be with me for about a year and a half and I've been asking myself that question like, nigga, why can't you commit to this bitch? And I'm like, it's the the answers are obvious. If you don't have it, shit, I, I don't want to settle for you. She's willing to settle for me and I know I'm not perfect. However, she's willing to take that chance because there's not too many guys out here who trying to get it the way I am. So she like, man, you ain't you ain't a hundred, but you damn near ninety two. I'm a, I'm gonna settle for you, but for me, your ass like sixty four. I could get an eighty if I just look a little harder. Exactly. So I think that's a really good way to look at that. Like men, we not afraid of commitment. We just don't want to settle for something that we know we can do better. Exactly. She rather just be alone than be with somebody that ain't where we need them to be. I mean, that's selfish, but that's the way. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's very selfish. But uh, like, like like men, we have that that primal nature. We we want what we want. And we need to get it. Otherwise, things don't function mm-hmm. properly. It's kind of like a it's kind of like a, a house. Mm-hmm. If your foundation ain't straight, how how are we gonna build a house? You know, your foundation got to be solid. And my my foundation starts with yeah. what I need from you as a woman. Or even, but isn't it, isn't it like a conscious decision too? Like at the end of the day, you gotta choose to do that shit. 
what choose to commit. Yeah, you have you have to choose to. But the thing is, though, it, it's more so about actively wanting that and hoping that what you need is you know satisfied. Because because you because you, because you can't really you can't commit and be and be content if you're not being satisfied. If your appetite ain't being satisfied, you're more likely gonna be less likely to, to commit. And that's even with somebody who's who's great. Like she can be great. But you can really feel like she's not satisfying all you need her to satisfy. And you be like, eh, I don't want to commit to her because she ain't doing something. It's like 80-20, the 80-20 rule. She got that 80, mm-hmm. but that 20 is something really important to me. I need her to have that. And even, even, even if she ain't got yeah. it, that 20 can be something that you can you may want to you may be willing to overlook if it's something minor. You feel me? Like nobody's right. perfect. That that's just bottom line. Nobody's perfect. But if that 20 is something small, like, eh, that's nothing. You can deal with that versus, you know, something that's major to you as a man. If she ain't got that in her 80, that 20, gonna, it, it can break a relationship. Like, Damn. tremendously. Yeah, that's a big fact. Hey. Like, uh, for example, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, to go back to the 80-20 rule, like, a girl can be beautiful. She can have um, a really nice body. She can be smart. But then you look at her and you can tell she's not like she don't have no ambition and for some people that's that's the 20 that you talk about that's important to most guys who are out here trying to be very successful if the woman you with don't want nothing for herself but she beautiful she damn they're not good enough you got to leave her alone exactly that's that's 80 20 right there that's that's a lot of women in our generation right now all they care about is looking like barbie but when you talk to them they don't have anything going on up top Shit, their biggest goal right now is fucking what is it called? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. That's like that's <laughs> that's their shit right now. And nobody trying to get it, go to school and fuck a degree. You do you have OnlyFans? Are you do you have like videos of you fucking and sucking somebody? You know, that's all they talking about right now. And that's just making it hard for guys like us to even wanna consider being with you. Y'all, y'all, I'm I'm sounding like a real hate monger right now, but that's just what I've been doing. <laughs> nah, that, that OnlyFans shit for me, yeah. I I Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm not against sex workers. I'm not against nobody who is in the business at all. But there's something about me. I couldn't stomach my woman doing that. You feel me? Like, if, if you're actively putting sexual content on the internet, like, of your body, it's one thing if you're just uploading porn from the internet. Okay? But it's it's literally your body, your content. You're in the videos. You're showing the world, everything you have to offer. There's something about that that really, like, bothers my soul. Like, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, is money that important? You know? But it, it, hey, it but also I... goes to, like, stripping and stuff like that, which is cool. I'm not I'm not knocking nobody's hustle. But for me personally, I couldn't stomach it. Yeah. I support them because I'm like, get your bag. Get the bread. Yes, definitely. Who am I you feel me? But I like where that, that direction going. Let's talk about motherfucking sex. Like, that shit important as fuck. Your sex has to be, you know, great for this to work. Define great, because I think I, I think sex is subjective, too. Go on. And by that, so, okay, like, sex for me can be different for for me, and it can be different for you. So, like, your idea of sex may be, you know, a little foreplay, 
some, a couple, couple positions and you bust a nut and go to sleep, right? That's great sex for you. It could be. But for me, it's like, it, it's like, okay, the foreplay, the intimacy, how it gets there, how we do it, what happens in the middle, like how it ends, all that plays a part. But yes, I agree that sex should be great. But your idea of great sex, it, it varies from man to man. You can ask any man, what's good sex to you? And they say some dumb shit or they say some shit. They be like, okay, I can understand that. No, you got to have a foreplay. Foreplay is very important. And just as that connection in that mental, the connection in the heart, the connection in the mental. Right. Like when y'all just like, y'all connecting with each other, that's, that's the complete best feeling in the fucking world. Definitely. Like, and it makes, yeah, what makes- it, it makes you think like, how can you do casual sex? Because it's like you ain't getting that same connection. So I don't know. It makes you like want to just be conservative, like with your energy and shit. But my bad, Dad. Oh, I ain't saying nothing. Uh, but yeah, oh. I mean, since you called my name, I, yeah, man. Um, sex is important, man. Cause like my cousin always told me, this goes both ways. What you want to do for your woman, another man will. So, and that's like vice versa too. That so, that's why I be telling y'all to suck toes, man. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. Like, like you, you gotta be sucking toes, but you, you gotta be sexually be fluid, man. I see, I see, I see what Devonte was talking about. Now it, it's a, it may come into a different, like, just you know, I'm gonna just keep it right there. You gotta rinse them off. Rinse them yeah, off. Yeah, rinse. What, man? Look, well, see, what we not gonna do is like play with sex like that, like. How how you in a moment with a with a motherfucker? You be like, go rinse your toes off. What the fuck? Like, she she might as well in the whole session. You got to, man. She might as well in the whole session. I don't want like lint balls in my mouth, bro. I, yeah, I can't. First, go first, it off. first off, first off, you don't you don't suck toes fresh off some socks. Like the toes been out for a minute anyway. You don't just suck lint ball toes. Like who the fuck thinks of that? Like what the fuck? <laughs> The hell is that? Like lint ball toes? I can't even. I can't even. You is you. I, I know how these girls don't walk around with socks on. They just be walking around barefoot. You gotta rinse them off. I'm I'm cool with sucking them, but you just you know put splash some water on them. You know, <laughs> yeah, jiggle them a little bit. Man. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, so 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 here's a but, kicker um, for y'all. Here, here's here's my question that that stems from from sex, and and this is just from in general. How often would you or would y'all think that sex should occur? Let let's say within a week. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind that like y'all both adults and y'all both work and things like that. How often do you think a, even it could be the couple, casual partners, whatever. How how many times a week do you think you should have sex or you should engage in sexual activity? Do you feel uh, like you're satisfied, honestly? I mean, yeah. you, you yeah. can't put like, no. Whenever you get that, yeah, you can't put no. It feel. I feel like when I was younger, you you, you could put a number on it, but like yeah. now when you get older, you be like, man, this is nothing. Like as long as I'm satisfied, like I mean, it there it there should be like if it's less than like like twice a week, then I feel like that's where it might be. Like if it's twice, if it's less than two times a week, then it could be a problem, but. I mean, like, now that we older, we kind of see shit for what it is. Like, we get home from work, we tired, we ain't trying to put in four rounds of of sex. 
Okay, first off, that that round shit is ass. Let's just be honest. Ain't nobody trying to do no fucking rounds. Like, okay, two, cool. But naturally, like as an older man, my goal is to is to break you down the first round. Like, ain't nobody trying to go four five rounds. I'm trying to go crazy round one and round two. If there is a round two, like, ain't nobody gonna be fucking all night. Who got time? We gotta work in the morning. Like, we trying to get 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 this one this one session in. And we go crazy. Ain't gotta be no forty-five minute session, no hour session. It could be a cool twenty minutes, and we go dumb for twenty minutes, and we go to fuck to sleep. Like the fuck, ain't nobody got time hey, for that shit. You gotta, you gotta, you got, you definitely gotta eat that, eat that motherfucker before. Oh, I, I mean that—that's that, a guarantee. That goes without saying. You know, some niggas don't do that, but they ain't my business. But that goes without saying. Like, gotta build them up. Gotta build them up. Niggas gonna be eating, eating. That's what you was saying. Hey, hey, let, let, let them tell the niggas don't be eating pussy, niggas don't suck toes, niggas don't even kiss women. Twitter was interesting last week. Like, women ain't even getting kissed during sex. Like, I found that very blasphemous, but you know, that's not my business. Like, hey, <laughs> imagine that. If, imagine a motherfucker finna put his dick in you, but he won't put his lips on you. Like, nigga, you ate the pussy, you finna fuck her raw, but you won't put your lips on her? How the heck? Very I'm strange sure. behavior. I'm quite sure I've kissed every woman I've had sex with. Like it's it's awkward. Like it's very awkward. Sometimes that that's part of foreplay down there, or just like that's really how it starts. If you in missionary staring at a motherfucker, like you be like, damn, like I want to kiss you, motherfucker. Exactly, exactly. Hey, women, to the women listening, y'all got to stop devaluing y'all. So y'all deserve to be kissed. I don't care. What it is, don't be having no sex. First of all, don't be having no sex with no nigga that's not gonna kiss you. You OC as hell for that one. Like, especially like y'all ain't foreplaying, like, damn, like, we just saying leave his ass. ass. Fuck right. him. Leave leave his ass. Go see dad. Go see dad. Yeah. He'll take care of you. <laughs> you know, shameless plug. Shameless plug. My bad. This guy. My bad. My I bad. eat ass on the first date too, by the way, ladies. Just oh kidding. wow. Oh <laughs> shit. So, so the ass eating is always a controversial topic because I because let's go back to 2011. You know, let's go back to 2008, 2009, high school. Who remembers? We that? Were, but I, but I know for a fact that we were saying eat pussy. What's that? Anybody uh, doing that? Anybody eating no ass either? That shit is bro, like a common staple in sex now. Like you, know you ain't eating ass, you ain't doing shit for real. Yeah. Like that's that's common like sex and foreplay. Bro, here's my theory of what happened, bro. So there, like he said, bro, there was a time, and I know he's supposed to be talking about relationships, but this definitely has a lot to do with relationships. Because first off, in toxic relationships, the, one of the main reasons that toxic relationships is still going on because the sex, the is, sex good. is good. Mm-hmm. But hear me out, bro. When we were younger, uh, high school, elementary school, really elementary school, motherfuckers was like, oh, you eat pussy, that's nasty as fuck. Like, uh, like even old comedians used to talk about man eating pussy is disgusting. Like this, that, and the third. Hear me out, bro. When Wayne start coming out and talking about how much he eat pussy, I guarantee you that was the tilting point when a lot of niggas was just like, "Yeah, I eat pussy." Like it wasn't even a fact no more. Like it wasn't even no question to be asked. Like at that point, every nigga ate pussy. Like I feel like that's what happened. And then, here's my second controversial though. K. Gates. 
Right. Years later, Jay when Gates. Kevin Gates started talking about eating ass. Eating the booty. Nigga, yes, niggas sir. Niggas was like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I'm finna eat the ass, too. Lo and behold, I was eating ass at a young age, but that's neither here nor there. But a Whoa. lot of niggas, a lot of that's niggas, not be whores now. <laughs> no, wow. I'm just saying, just in general, like I feel like the the like the media influences a lot, and niggas was not doing that shit before. Them niggas made it cool. All it takes is for one person to to be like, man, I'm finna be this pioneer, and lo and behold. Like I feel like eating ass is still like touchy to a lot of motherfuckers, but at this point, like. Man, I, bro, I think I think niggas who 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 think that's childish shouldn't be fucking like that's really just like a part of a woman. That's part of sex. If you if you can't like lick and appreciate every part, my nigga, you shouldn't be fucking her. And that goes back to casual sex too. That goes back to casual sex and being a good sex partner or having good sex. Like every man and woman is different, but like. If the woman ain't being pleased because you ain't eating her ass, then something need to you need to fix it up or move the fuck around. If somebody, you know, if somebody that's gonna do it, you know, I think that you need to be, if you're gonna be doing sex, you need to be open, experimental, and just honest with this shit. Like, there's nothing wrong with doing anything sexual. It's just you have to be, you know, like I said, be safe, open, honest, and experimental. Like. That's really what it goes down to. And I, I think that men, yes, I said men to the other men that are listening, it's us as being fucking scary. We put our, our bare dicks in these women, but we won't put our tongue in their ass. Make it make sense. <laughs> like, one is way worse than the other. The pussy will do more damage to you than the ass. Oh, God. The pussy would do more damage if it could. Motherfuckers Trust be me. worried about too much about the dichotomy of like the body. They be like, like oh, she's shipping there. She's shipping right. Okay, but she have babies. She discharged. She has periods. She all this leave this, this from that area. And you like, and you put your tongue and dick in there though. Like you wouldn't talk about nasty. Like motherfucker, you you it be it's niggas out here that's kissing bitches that suck thirteen dicks. Like y'all worried about eating ass? Whoa. Like. Honestly, 13, though, it, like what? I mean, why did why thirteen though? Why this number? Because I just saw the number thirteen <laughs> pop up. But I'm just saying, just in general, like it's the same shit. Like if you gonna be if you gonna be on some, that's where she shit from. Like nigga, like she you tasted a gang of cocks and you through her mouth, but you worried about wow dumb shit. Like I just feel like niggas be worried about too much about like this and that when it's all the same in reality. If we being honest. Let's go back to the point that is she clean? Does she shower? I mean, e- even though a, a little twang ain't never hurt nobody, but if she clean, I'm if sure she shower, it, it don't matter. It don't necessarily I'm, matter. I think, you know, twang is it's good for everybody. A little salt and pepper, a little seasoned salt is always good. Okay. But, you know, if, all right, so if, if she clean, that's all that matter. Let's, 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 let's uh, switch it back to relational. We got, we got a little, little deep with it. No. How about this, gentlemen? You all are, are scholars. You scholars know, making dollars. You know, doing well for yourselves, great for yourselves, you know, really, really going for it. But do you ever see yourself getting married? That's a that's a good one there. Yes. The fuck that that's a that's a staple in in, in my life. Like my goal is to be married with three children. Yeah, I said cheering with a nice ass crib, 
and a dope ass wife. Like she got to be fucking dope, and I I, I ain't accepting no, nothing less than that. Dope or nope, goddamn it, Travis. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think I'm out. My my dumb ass is gonna be single wow. for a whole wow. long time. <laughs> wow. I can't. I just don't like being with people for too long. I get irritated so easily. I get you know bored so easily. I, and I know if I get married. That's the same pussy for the rest of your Jesus life. Jesus Christ. No, no, I'm good. Jesus. I'll pass. Now, I don't think I'm going to get married. Shit, I might have a lot of girlfriends, but marriage, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm not going to say never because I, I'm sure we just talked about soulmates. So if I meet that person, I'm like, you know what? I'll eat that booty for the rest of my life. Then I'll, I'll have another answer for you, Rich. But as of right now, nah, fuck these hoes. Bro. I'm going to just get it. Get hey, it I, heard, I heard married life and, and married life sex is way different than like, Single and relationship sex. Like I heard, they be doing some other shit. They be like Fifty Shades of Grey type shit when they marry. So I think that I, I think I think you'll be getting your booty played in, Travis. If you, if you marry somebody, like I mean, I'm just saying, like you know I, think, I think you'll get your booty played and you'll get whipped and shit. So that could be some other shit there. I mean, that's just that's, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. I I don't know yet because I ain't married. Just like niggas, we going back to sex. But anyway, no, I, no uh, I'm just saying. My bad. My bad. I was just saying. You know, Devontae. I apologize. It's, it's <laughs> on his mental right now. Um, right. I mean, me personally, I feel like I will get married, but I feel like it might be later on in life. Like I just don't think it'll happen like super soon. I feel like it'd be like. Maybe ten years down the line, I'll have a more clear vision of like being married. Right now, it's a little fuzzy. Like you know, I'm just, I'm just so up in the air about it. Like, I just my my biggest thing with being married is like the fear of like knowing that somebody could wake up one day and not love you no more. And that like that shit like honestly scares me. To be honest, like. Man, that shit scares me. That's a scary feeling that, like, you could put in all this work. You could love somebody from the deep soul of your heart, and they could be like, nah, my yeah. nigga, I ain't feeling this shit no they more. Exactly. That shit. Yeah. But that, Definitely. That, that, that also, I think that goes back to just being dynamic in your marriage, my nigga. Like I think I think marriages that fail based on that statement, like, yeah, I ain't feeling you no more, I'll love you no more. I think it fails based on that dynamic because the relationship gets static. It goes very like it's monotonous at this point. Like it's very just go to work, we come home, we say hi to the kids, we go to sleep. We go to work, we come home, say hi to the kids, go to sleep. I think that marriages last when they when they're ever changing and dynamic, they, they they continue to grow. Like people who've been married for 35, 40 years, yeah, they've had their ups and downs and they've had their issues. But I think that at some point, they've learned to be dynamic within their their marriages. They've learned to love the woman differently, or love the man differently, or do experimental things with the man and the woman. They've they've tried new things. They've experienced new parts of life together. I think that in that aspect, we have like like they're ever changing they're, they're never really like the same like you want to be able to go look back at your marriage like okay 10 years in we was like this and now we 20 years in and we like this like shit needs to be dynamic and ever changing and i will say that our generation of men and women are definitely going to be some dynamic ass motherfuckers like we going to be looking up and we're going to be doing some shit that it's crazy like i think that marriage in our lifetime 
it'll be great if we want it to be. Like, because, like, we're great people, but we're also, like, a bunch of fucked up people. I think that if we're going to be married in this generation, we have to be, like, some open-ass, loving people who are willing to just make this shit work. Not over bullshit, but, like, over just, like, hardships that may occur and changes that may happen. But you always got to find your way back. Like, I think that really is what marriage is really like thrive on it like that's just my take on it you know it's different for everybody though but I think that it starts from it starts there I think very wise hmm? I was saying that was very wise huh. yeah I think uh, marriage I don't know it's one of those things that you gotta come to like a clear like decision Cause it's like, yeah, it's like legal on paper and shit, but that's like a commitment that you don't want to break. You feel me? You're going into something, you're going in with the commitment of this is what it's going to be. So you have to really sit with yourself and feel if that's the best decision. But I do definitely want to and hack here. That's my, that's kind of my thing. It's definitely a dope concept, and like, it's something to strive for. It's just like sometimes you don't know. Like they, like some people feel like they have to get married to be complete, but like you can do so much on your own, man. Like, but yeah, you know, it's not for everybody to be honest. You shouldn't yeah, rush into it until uh, you know you are 100% sure about that shit. I mean, I I commend anybody who, who gets married and they make it work and make it last and it's, like, happy. So if you happen to be one of the people that end up getting married in life, I applaud you. Or if you are married, I applaud you. That is some dope-ass shit. It's, it's a very great thing like it's not nothing to be you know frowned upon or anything like that it's just it ain't for everybody and it only works for a few you know it works for some for a few and you know it's a, it's a stepping stone for some too you know some people go through they marry and they, they get divorced and they also find find a better them after the marriage you know so sometimes it's just a lesson for some people sometimes it's you know that this is your your life complete. You know this is the full circle of life for you. So, just depends on who you, who you're talking to. Gentlemen, I would like to thank you for being on this dope ass fucking episode. Yeah, this shit much better. Dope as fuck. Creation. Yes, sir. We will have to do this again. As always, guys, you're the creator of your own reality. Everything you think, feel, say creates this shit. Be conscious of yourself. Talk. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.